Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hello there, my name is Michael Laminato, and this is Practice Day at the Bahrain Grand Prix. Coming up on today's episode, Fernando Alonso steals the headlines with some eye-catching lap times under the floodlights in Sakia, but his teammate Lance Stroll is struggling fresh from surgery on his broken wrist. The question remains, could Aston Martin really be the real deal? Ferrari's showing on Friday was inconclusive, but are there signs of fresh engine trouble for the Italian team again in 2023? And McLaren is in a buoyant mood after managing to squeeze a little more pace from its troubled machine in the tight midfield battle. So for all of that and more, it's over to your host for the Bahrain Grand Prix weekend, Julianne Serasoli. Hi everyone, Julian Serrazoli here, speaking from Bahrain, where we had an Aston Martin day, didn't we? Okay, Sergio Perez was fastest in FP1, but it was too hot for it to be representative, as is always the case here in Bahrain, FP1, FP3, much less representative than normal. By the way, it's getting hotter and hotter here. I arrived on Tuesday and it was around 21 degrees maximum and now it's 31 and it's still going up i think it's gonna get to 34 on sunday but what matters for formula one is in the evening when it's the qualifying it's the race and it's when we had fp2 as well when it gets a lot cooler here in the desert so that's why it's so important for fernando alonso that he was fastest in the second practice with a cooler track more representative to what we're gonna see during quality and the race and speaking about the race he did show a very good race pace too aston was also in the headlines with lance stroll lance struggling to drive with his injuries but confirming he will race or he is still up for racing on sunday it didn't look particularly easy for Lance to drive. He was positioning his hand in unusual ways. We heard him talking to his engineer saying, no, I, I cannot do it in a different way because of my wrist. But after free practice, he spoke to us and said he was feeling a bit of a, some stiffness in the area, but he was driving like that to protect his wrists. It was not because he couldn't drive it in a different way. Uh, and he said he was fine to race and during the race he won't drive like that. Well, at least that's what I understood for what he said, because he said, I'm all, I was only driving like that to protect and not to make the injuries worse. The problem is that he isn't very quick. He was about a second a lap slower than Alonso in the race sim. Okay, maybe it's because he was driving like that in this unusual way. And of course, it's his first day in the car after all, but it's not good looking good for him performance-wise. It also didn't look good when he was getting out of the car. He needed to be helped by a mechanic. It took him several seconds 
to do so. So a few people and on social media saying, oh, this is dangerous if he cannot get out of the car. But I can tell you that he did go through the test that all drivers have to do. They have to jump out of the car in less than five seconds. But, and this information comes from a source inside the FAA, so I can trust this source. He didn't do it in the first time. So in the first time, he couldn't get out in five seconds. He was quite nervous. At some point, he thought he wasn't going to, to be able to do it. If he didn't do it, he wouldn't be able to race. But in the end, he managed to get out of the car in less than five seconds. Of course, drivers have to go through this. It's a safety procedure in case something like what happened with Roman Grosjean in Bahrain happens again. Let's hope not, because definitely it's not looking good for Lance So those are the two big stories of the day. Of course, Lance wasn't the only reason why the back of the Aston Martin's garage was the busiest after FP2. We all wanted to hear about Fernando Alonso after he was fastest in one lap and also did a very impressive long run. He said there's still work to do, he's not happy with the car, he's not happy with the balance, but Fernando's pace was stronger than Max actually in the beginning of the, the long run. And then the Red Bull has less degradation and it gets faster towards the end. Quite interesting FP2 we had. But it's also true that Max Verstappen wasn't happy with the setup for the whole day. They tried to change the setup, they tried to revert it to something they were using during testing for FP2. But Max said, but otherwise, this is shit, the car is shit. And the car did look a bit nervous under braking, so they do have some work to do. Overall, they seem to have the fastest package, with Aston Martin quite close, but Max is still not very comfortable uh, in the car. Moving on to Ferrari, Ferrari tried the beam wing equipped with a monopylon support instead of a double, which is the one they normally use. They had tested it during the pre-season testing, it had failed, they tested again and it failed again, it was very wobbly, so they will reinforce it to try to test it again. They also changed the engine before FP1 for both cars as a precaution uh, after the analysis of the Alfa Romeo engine, which broke down with Valtteri Bottas in the last day of testing, arrived. I was told that a screw fell off and killed the engine. I never thought this would be possible, but hey, living and learning is always like that in Formula One. And of course, the engine they changed does not count for the year allocation because it never left the garage. It never crossed the line outside the, the garage, so it doesn't count for the allocation. What did seem to work for Ferrari was the tires. They had a lot of degradation on the CT during testing. C3 is the soft this week, and we didn't see the same kind of deg during FP2, so they changed something in the car and it did work. But they were a bit slower than the Red Bull and the Aston. Given today's pace, I would say that they would be fighting with Mercedes on the race pace, and they are a bit faster than Mercedes over one lap. Lewis Hamilton wasn't happy at all, 
but I've never seen Lewis Hamilton being happy on a Friday. That's very, very rare that he's happy on a Friday. Even in the domination days of Mercedes, he was always complaining about the car on Friday. He said they were a long way off. He's not comfortable neither with the long runs or the short runs. So he was a very unhappy man, Lewis Hamilton. And McLaren, surprisingly, we could see a lot of happier faces. Andrea Stella said that they found a way to make the car work better. So it's, it's the first step to make the car go in the direction they want. So the fear of a dreadful beginning of the year seems to be over. They are quite comfortably in the middle of the pack and the Alpine, we haven't seen what the Alpine can do yet. They keep saying, no, no, it's coming, it's coming, but it hasn't come yet. But McLaren will not be fighting with Williams with AlphaTauri in the back. It's not going to be like that. They are a mid-grid team, uh, at least this first day. They were quite happy uh, considering what they were expecting. They were quite happy with what they did. And Hass's pace, that one is real. Once again, they do well in Bahrain, which is uh, quite a, a specific track power sensitive and front limited. They seem to understand this track very well and they will be fighting for points on Sunday. So loads of green in the news today. Aston's pace is real in Bahrain, but let's see what Red Bull can find overnight to get back to where they were during testing because we haven't seen this in the, the first day of the Grand Prix. So that's it for today. The first quality of the year is coming. And are we all excited? Are we all joining the Alonso excitement train? Oh yes, hell yes. That was Julianne Serasoli, your host throughout the Bahrain Grand Prix. We'll check back in with Julianne after the first qualifying hour of the year. Should be a cracker. Make sure you don't miss an update from the Bahrain Grand Prix this weekend by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts. And you can visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. And if you want more updates from the paddock throughout the day, you can follow Julianne on social media. Check out the links in the show description. My name's Michael Laminato, and Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.